and I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. It's a very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast that's real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. Okay, we've got this story coming up Mm -hmm. that we mentioned last time. If you haven't listened to the episode before this one, I I guess it was episode five, where we referenced Scott's photos at the Lunatic Lunatic Asylum. I just love the name. (laughs) Lunatic. Remember when it was okay to call people lunatics? The Lunatic (laughs) Asylum. I know. And we also, last week, had the story about the Home for Chronic Invalids. Which is the worst name ever. They were so mean when they were naming hospitals back then. They just totally didn't care. But thank you, modern times. We're gonna talk to Scott in just a little bit. Make sure you go back and look at his photos because they are freaking fantastic. We have another ghost photo that we're gonna share in just a little bit, which is a reminder. That's why you need to go to hauntedaf.com. That's where everything is. That's where all the visual stuff is. You can actually listen to the podcast through there as well. But that's where we have photos and videos. And anytime we talk about, oh, go and look, Mm -hmm. that's where you need to do it. And the great thing at hauntedaf.com you can chat with us like, yeah I got an email right before I left the house so when you go to the page you'll see in the corner it says let's chat if you type something in there it goes directly to us yeah and we go oh my god we got, oh my god, 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 we got <laughs> yeah so we will respond obviously because we're really pumped when that happens okay I've been watching a lot of cable because my kids have gone back to school yes and I can do that I'm stuff like, right now nice you have a little extra free time kinda. I have a little free time and uh, the shop Shining is on oh, for whatever reason. Yes, every I feel cursed because every time I turn on the TV, The Shining is on, and I have to watch it. Is that a curse or is that like it's great? But it's funny because it used to not scare me that much. Mm-hmm. The Shining is scaring me right now, and probably because of this podcast. Because yeah. I'm getting a little free, I am getting a little freaky now. Yeah, like I'm starting to think too much about all of it, mm-hmm. and uh, I started doing a little research on what inspired Stephen King to even write The Shining. Okay, and evidently it's this hotel hotel in Estes Park, Colorado called the Stanley. Right. And the Stanley is supposedly haunted. So I was finding pictures. Awesome. Yeah. And I didn't get a chance to really dig into it, but I know like we're in Texas yeah. and a whole lot of Texans, they love going to Colorado yep. and Estes Park in particular for vacation. Mm-hmm. So if you have a story about Estes Park or the Stanley Hotel or really any creepy hotel you've ever stayed in, please send it to us. Give them the email address. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. I always have to do it twice. I don't yes, know why. Thank you. And can we, since you brought up The Shining, have you seen Ready Player One? Yes! One of the most amazing homage scenes to The Shining is in that film. Isn't that great? It's a great one. It's so good. And just the idea. Well done. Because the whole concept is that there's a game where yeah. you could go inside The Shining. Can you imagine if that was like a real, like a, the VR goggles? Yes! If we could go in The Shining? Would you do it? No, God, no. That The movie's so I don't know. I probably would. I, I think I would go. But if you did, would you make out with the naked chick in the bathtub? <laughs> 
Because that's, no. that's always when she's coming yeah, out. Yeah, when you, she's coming out, that's the worst scene ever. It's, it's like, what do you what do? You do? Yeah. How do you handle How do, this? I don't know. So anyhow, send your ghost stories, <laughs> Estes Park, Stanley, or any sort of creepy hotel ghost stories. Yeah, we love it all. Yeah, we're going to talk about The Shining next week. I have to say thanks to Tabitha because she sent us something on Twitter. We are at mm-hmm. Haunted AF Pod on Twitter. It's another ghost tour in Mineral Wells. At That's the, close by, too. Yeah, at the sanatorium. What's the difference between a sanitarium and a sanatorium. I when I hear sanatorium, I think that like bad hygiene for some reason. <laughs> like it's not sanitary. It's like bad oral so, hygiene. <laughs> okay, but read read Gross. this. It's, read about this ghost tour. Yeah, uh, it says, come see why the Travel Channel chose this to be their first location to investigate for a new show airing this fall. Maybe Ghost Nation? That's me guessing. I'm like, what is the new show on the Travel Channel? And, and the Why aren't I we find, the hosts? I don't That's know. That's what I want to know. Are you listening, Travel Channel? They These two right here would be amazing. No, they had to give it to more dudes. Of course. There's too many dudes on the ghost channel, by the Always. way. Always. Yeah. Dude. Okay, keep going. All right, sorry. sorry. You won't be let down if you're looking for ghosts. If you're lucky, Florence will dance with you <laughs> or Big Bob will walk you out of the building. Damn, Big Bob. I know, right? You might even capture an old war, war vet sea captain <laughs> or see a Winifred or see Winifred as she sits in her Victorian era wicker wheelchair. Or you might get a chill in the morgue. Ooh. I always want to like touch ah, you on that Don't stuff. do that. You get to use Angela's private ghost hunting equipment and tour inside both floors at your free will you won't be sorry or maybe you will okay so I think Angela is the Angela who used to do the ghost tours around the uh, the Baker Hotel in okay. Mineral Wells yeah okay I think that's her well she but probably lost her job because the Baker Hotel is renovated yeah I know I'm like surely they're not letting people do ghost tours around there now I wouldn't think so if they're renovating so that's probably why she's ever at this sanatorium which I didn't even know that there was a haunted sanatorium I didn't either. in Mineral Wells either so that's kind of awesome we have places that we need to go yeah we gotta hit all uh, hit up all of these we got a road trip but uh if you want to buy passes to this go to the facebook page right now we have a link to this on the facebook page perfect and she was threatening she was like they're gonna sell out really fast <laughs> they so, probably will though are you having a contact yeah, issue yeah, I, I don't have contacts ah! there's what something in my doing? eye though she's like rubbing oh. the top of her eyeball because there's something in my eye what the hell rebecca who doesn't t- i had contacts who doesn't touch her eyeball i touch but you were like rubbing I it. I did. Oh, it doesn't hurt. God. Okay. Um, now I know how to freak you out. Though. Yeah. Don't do that. Stop it. Stop it. Um, <laughs> I was going through all of these old emails because we actually have been getting I so know, many. I know. And I love that. We have too many to choose from right now, but right. that's great. So keep them coming. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Please keep them coming. And I actually missed one. Do y'all remember season one? We had these sisters, mm-hmm. Sandy and Jody. Yes. They're both adorable. They have the cutest accents I've ever heard. <laughs> and But they love doing ghost tours. Yeah. And they actually sent us a bunch of stories. And then I found one from Sandy that I had missed. So here's Sandy's story. Okay, so my sister and I went on another ghost tour. This time it was with a group that was from Michigan, some paranormal investigators from Michigan. They were actually going to investigate our old high school. We went to an all-girls Catholic high school and had heard stories and stories of how haunted it was. As a matter of fact, the school has since closed, but has been turned into offices. And I actually have a friend who works there who has seen some nuns walking down the hallway and then just disappear into a wall. So Mm. we thought... 
you know what, we should probably go check this out. So when this group came, we signed up for it and they split us up into two groups. And you know, we watch all those goofy shows all the time. So they always say in those shows, if you bring up something familiar to the person or like a song or an experience, whatever, that that's helpful to bring them out. So um, as we were breaking up into two groups, one group was going into the gym area and we were going into the other part of the old section. And uh, there is uh, an iconic person from our school her name was coach and coach Coach was um (laughs) coach was a character and she was mean and loud and blew her whistle in your ear and made you square dance and (laughs) coach was everybody knew coach so anyway we were walking with our group toward the other side of the building and we heard the other group blow a whistle and we commented how oh that was smart blow a whistle and uh, maybe get coach to appear somehow if she's if she's there whatever so we go and we do our investigation and had some fun kind of fun results with their recorder and then we came back together as a group and said to them you know that was smart bringing that whistle because of coach and they said what whistle <laughs> we said the whistle that you guys blew when we were walking to the other side and they said um nobody here has a whistle so so we know that coach was there blowing her whistle for all of us to hear so that was one fun little ghost story i love it oh my gosh that is so awesome i love how sandy says and her name was coach i know i'm pretty sure her name wasn't coach no, it wasn't. <laughs> but she was coach by the way i love a coach that makes them four square yes <laughs> what kind of freaking school was this square. that's not pe square, square dance square dance i had to do square dancing in pe too did you really did you not have to no. do square dancing i thought that was something we all were forced to do and when she said that like i remember you had like this moment of uh, you went back to your childhood i did you? and the that's coach hilarious do you remember the coach from porkies yes that's exactly what i'm envisioning because that's exactly what our coach looked like when i was in school oh, God, so, so funny I, yeah i love that oh that is hilarious okay so we got an email actually this is another one that's been sitting in our inbox for a while so if you haven't heard your story yet it's probably just yeah, like it, you're on deck yeah it's chilling in the inbox but this one is from mary give this a, a read okay mary says hey i have a short and sweet story my teenage children and i took a trip to gettysburg pennsylvania we visited battlefields and memorials while walking in the downtown part of Gettysburg, I noticed a garbage smell in several places. I looked for garbage cans and never found any near me. And it wasn't a constant smell, but every few steps I would notice it. Later on at dusk, we took a ghost tour hosted by a man who was really into history. He talked about spirits in the town and described how people, how many people can smell um, the filth and the stench from the dead spirits that roam Gettysburg. His story matched my experience to a T. We've heard that a couple of times about the smell. Yeah. Specifically in Gettysburg. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we've gotten another email like this one as well. That's like gangrene, I bet. Like something rotten off or like a wound that's like festering. That's what I think of. (laughs) From more wounds. No, no, I get it. I get it. So we've been trying to get Scott on the phone. Scott, are you there? Yeah. So we've got Scott on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I just have to let you guys know, I had to move to Charleston, South Carolina all by myself a million years ago. Yeah. And I was so sad and lonely. And Scott was my very first friend. And we had so much fun (laughs) together. And he had the creepiest apartment that was all the way (laughs) at the top, top attic floor of this old ass house. Yes. In the attic in downtown Charleston. Right? Am I right, Scott? You are right. And it was like a thousand degrees up there. It was. It was. We had so much fun (laughs) getting super (laughs) and it's Say. <laughs> <laughs> With his dog. Why do I feel like you were hot boxing it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. 
now. That's funny. <laughs> Let, let's get back to the um, to the stories at hand. So Scott is working at this old facility in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. right now. And he has been going around the grounds and taking photos. We shared the photos in the last episode. Go to hauntedaf.com to see them. They're so good. They're so beautiful. Like, I really do hope you make a coffee table book out of these yeah. pictures because they are gorgeous and they deserve to be shared. Mm-hmm. But that's not why we're talking to you today, right? <laughs> Well, you wanted to know what happened. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. First, you have to tell us what happened. I know you had an experience recently, and then we have to talk about that one photo with the weird squiggles oh, in it. Oh, that's a creepy one. Okay. You know, I'm a skeptic. So This is how every guy story starts. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a man. Um, right. And I just changed jobs here recently. I've been here for about two months, I think, and I'd heard lots of stories about up here. So anyway, I came up and I was like, oh, this place is so cool. I'm going to take photographs because it's going to be the last year. So I went and started taking pictures and I didn't have any of those feelings about things being weird until about two weeks ago. I was in a meeting and there's like 15 people in the room and there's one of those speakers in the middle of the table and then it has those little speakers that lead out from it. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was sitting there just listening to people talk and I'm gazing towards the front of the room where the speaker was. Not the speaker, the guy that was speaking. Oh, okay. Thank and, you. Yes. Right. But as I was looking at him, one of the wires that juts from the main speaker to a littler speaker started twirling. Like, it didn't process in my head. I'm like, that's weird. Why is that cord moving? So I'm looking at the cord twisting by itself, and I'm just getting chills thinking about it. <laughs> and I, I follow the cord thinking, you know, somebody's twirling it from another end. So I'm following it back to the main speaker, which is in the center of the table, and there's nothing touching that cord. Nobody's hands are on it. It's all by itself. And then I'm looking at it again, and it did it again. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I wanted to immediately leave. I mean, this is broad daylight, right? Like, right, in your head, right. you never think, yeah. oh, ghost stuff only happens at night. But I think that's not the case. I think ghosts are probably immune to day and night. Probably. They probably just operate whenever. I've never yeah. thought about that, but so, you're right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about it either because I'm like, this is daytime. Like that's not supposed to happen during the day. <laughs> no. So there's 15 people in this room with me, right? And I'm thinking, I'm not the only one that could have seen this. Right. And I look up and to my left is my supervisor and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and then I look at the core and she's like, you know, she shook her head yes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you saw it too. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it was creepy. That's awesome. That's amazing. You have the best meetings ever. Yes. Like it's happening and no, you no. have somebody I, else. I don't ever want to go it. back in that meeting room again. <laughs> Honestly, since then I've curtailed the photography because now I, now you're I'm scared. kind of believing Yeah, things are here Yeah, and I can't get anybody to go with me when I explore. Nobody will go. Yeah. And I don't I really um, want to go alone. Either. I don't want, and normally I'd be like, just go, yeah, but I don't no. want you just as a point of reference this facility that Scott's working at, it's the one that they used when they made the movie Girl Interrupted. Oh. Yeah, with um, Winona yeah, Ryder yeah. and Angelina Jolie won her Oscar for that Yeah, one. right. So a huge, huge facility. I want to talk about this mirror picture that you took. When you look at this photo, first of all, it looks like there's an orb at the top, but yeah. you said that's not an orb. What did you call it? I just thought it was a weird reflection from the camera lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that makes sense because you can tell one, it's daylight. Yeah. So if you look 
look a little further down, there is a mirror. Okay, so can we go to the next photo? Do we have that one loaded up? Okay, here we go. Swirls. So you can just barely see Scott's reflection kind of distorted, but there's all these weird swirls in the photo, and then also kind of a weird stream going off away from the mirror. Did you ever figure out what was going on in that photo? I did not figure out what's going on in that photo. In fact, when I took that photo, I didn't even notice that right away. Like, I went back and downloaded all those photos. Yeah. I only noticed that when I actually brought them up on my iPad and I... I zoomed in on it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty weird. Yeah, that's... So I have no explanation what, what that's all about. But that building is probably one of the creepiest here. I think it's interesting that you weren't getting any creepy feelings when you were walking around taking yeah, those photos, like the... because they're super scary. Here, let's post the next one. Now, the next picture that I'm showing, Scott, mm-hmm. is the one of the um, stairwells. It's the one you were said you were walking around, and just one of the doors happened to be open, and nobody would go down into right. the stairwell with you. Well, the thing about this place is, Rand, Randomly, doors will be open for no apparent reason. Oh, my goodness. It's just inviting you in. Maintenance is working, but um, sometimes I would take a peek in. Like I told you, since that that last thing happened, I I haven't been. Yeah, I I don't blame you. Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't either. Looking down that stairwell, I'm Mm -hmm. like, don't. Don't go in there. That's where people go to die. Yeah, that's like Ed and Lorraine Warren are down there, like with the piano or something. That's, that's... I would totally go. Like, if you guys come up here, we can go. <gasps> Dude, oh. that is so tempting. I really, like, I want to take a road trip. Me I want to go to all of these places. Same here. Especially, like, that's going to be gone. You know, this time I next know. year, that building will not be there. It'll be replaced probably by, like, a shopping mall or something. Oh. And this beautiful piece of haunted history is going to be gone. We have to get there before then. Yeah, we need to do that and Scott oh, yeah. you need to make that coffee table book and when it's done let us know so yeah, we can promote we can it plug it for you alright I sure will hey thank you I miss you I miss you too Aww. bye Scott you are cute alright see ya bye <laughs> So we got an interesting email from Diane recently. Uh, Rebecca, can you read this one? I can. She says, I love your podcast. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Diane. Thank you so much. Tell your friends. When I was in high school, we lived in a haunted house. It was on the outskirts of town and surrounded by 300 plus acres, which that's already kind of terrifying. Yeah. Uh, We experienced many things like mysterious knocks on the door, jewelry that would go missing, then reappear. Sometimes you'd see someone enter the room out of the corner of your eye and then turn to look and no one was there. I hate that. (laughs) My littlest sister was in preschool and too scared to sleep in her room because she saw strange lights in there. So one night she was watching TV in the den with my mom and said, you know, they're watching us. No, <laughs> no thank you. No, they're not. No. Shut up. Go sleep in your bedroom alone tonight. So, yeah. She goes on to say that sometimes you could even hear your name being whispered. Man, dang. So one Sunday after church, my dad wanted to take a picture of me and my horse. We didn't notice it until we got the photo back from developing. And that was in the days, I guess, where you had to like send it off. Right, right. right. But there's someone standing in the barn. We didn't see anyone when we took the picture and we would have noticed if someone was there. We have no idea how to explain it other than just a spooky occurrence. Okay. So Ziggy, let's see the first oh, picture. She has a picture. Yeah. Let's see the first picture of Diane with her horse. Okay. okay. So this is picture one. Look how cute Diane is. What a sweet little horse. Okay. So you see the barn behind them. Yes. Okay. I'm scanning for people. All right. Pay attention. There's a post kind of right there in the middle yes. of the barn. <gasps> I think I see it. Okay. So Ziggy, now go to the next photo. So they have um, where they kind of panned in. And it's hard to see, but really the way you can kind of, it looks like legs. legs. And He's, maybe a cowboy hat? Yes. Okay. That's what I was thinking too. Looks like a tall, thin. A tall drink of water. That's a handsome ghost. <laughs> He 
wearing Wranglers, I think, because they're real tight. I'm sorry that your ghost is so hot. <laughs> where did that come from? He's like tall and skinny. I don't like, know. I feel like I should think he's a hot ghost. <laughs> it's like, we're in Texas. Where's he been riding around all my life? All about that. <laughs> Hello. Hi, is this Brandy? Yes. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. This is Julie and Rebecca with Haunted AF. Hi, good to meet you. Good to meet you too. So this is Brandy with the Granberry Ghost Stores, correct? Yes. Well, we're excited to talk yes. to you because we have gotten two mm-hmm. ghost stories out of the Nut House, in particular, out of Granberry just since March. Yep. So oh, I, wow. and, <laughs> yeah, some pretty good ones. So tell us a little bit about your tour and you have to tell us a ghost story. Okay. The Granbury Ghosts and Legends tour is every Friday and Saturday night at seven o'clock and at 9.15. Okay. Uh, it's about an hour long walking tour around the square. Uh, we tell you the ghost stories and legends and history of the different buildings. Uh, it's $10 per adult and seven for kids 12 and under. Honestly, one of my favorite things on the Granbury Square is the old prison. They have <laughs> these cells that you can go into. Oh, fun. That are so cool. And they mm-hmm. have the the women's cell and which the women's cell is like kind of like a big it's almost like a dorm room and uh-huh. you can see all the names where they have scratched their names oh on the walls gosh, that is crazy but then you go into the men's rooms and those are really small cramped like actual prison cells and those are terrifying mm-hmm. that's where you're like uh-huh. I don't know if I want to walk in there um, well the jail's cool but my personal favorite one is actually the Langdon Center um, that's where I always tell people that's my favorite location um, it's just off the square about a block off and we go to it on the tour it was home to AP Gordon in the 1880s uh, and his family. And we've done investigations there before with our group, uh, research and investigation of the paranormal. And we always get some really great uh, findings there. Uh, the main one that's believed to be there is Audrey Gordon. She's a little, the five-year-old granddaughter of A.P. Gordon. Uh, we haven't been able to find out how she passed away, unfortunately. There's some theories going around, but nothing concrete. But um, she is buried at the Gordon family plot at the city cemetery. It says 1902 to 1908. But she is very very active there. We've gotten lots of great EVPs from her. Uh, she actually knows me by name. <laughs> but, uh, I got yeah, I, I got into uh, the second investigation a little late. And then whenever I got there, they said, oh, Brandy's here. Do you want to talk to her? And the flashlight came on super bright. We brought in a little boy on our first investigation, a little 10-year-old. He's part of the group uh, with his parents. And because we thought, you know, she likes playing with kids. And on the recording, we actually got a little girl saying, I don't like boys. <laughs> Oh. oh my gosh, can you please send that because to they us? Because cooties, right? Yes, of course. Oh my gosh. Can we please hear this? Can you send us that EVP? Um, I don't have it personally. I can see if they've got it because I think it's one of those you have to really listen to it closely on the, on oh, the headphones. We're fine so with that. Oh, yeah. We're totally fine with that. We're Believe audio me. nerds and we, we get all into that. We have gotten so many great EVPs <laughs> yeah. this season. Okay, tell us more. Tell us another one. Okay. Oh, well, there's another really cool EVP. Um, we got the same investigation. We brought a guitar because we figured play some music and she'll enjoy it. So it was a boy named Brandon that was playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. He's playing and another boy named Tyler and I are kind of singing and trying to have fun and create a good atmosphere for her. And at one point, Brandon stops playing the guitar to hand Tyler a flashlight. And in that moment on the recording, we got, don't stop playing, Brandon. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Don't stop. And here I thought we were just going to get some guitar string strumming without no. anybody there. But no, she straight up said, don't stop playing. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I seriously have been laying awake at night wondering, like, what is the deal with these EVPs? Yeah. Because they sound mm-hmm. like they're really interactive. I and I want one mm-hmm. so bad. Like, of my, I want my own EVP experience. I don't. Why? No, don't talk to me. I don't want to know. We tried to get one with the dang haunted chair and nothing. Nothing. I know. Nothing. I want oh. one. It'd be so cool. I want okay. one ghost 
to say my name. Brandy, we will probably be in touch. I think we are going to try to make plans to do something yeah. in like October. Yeah, I'm totally so, down for that. Yeah, okay. we will be hitting you guys up. And thank you so much for calling us. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me on your show. All right, so this next story, we have to thank Misty for this one. I don't know if you remember Misty. I, yes, I do remember Misty. Yeah, she's, she's awesome, and she sends us stuff all the time, and I love it. I love it. She's the one that was, uh, she had a ghost, and she almost first barfed in the bed, and then almost pooped <laughs> in the bed. Pants. Yeah, so uh, she sent this story that is so great. It's from the Wall Street Journal, and it's written by a woman named Julie Jargon, which sounds like a fake. It is a fake name. Is it a fake it name? It has to be. I, I don't know, because I found her on Twitter. It sounds like an advice column. Uh, I'm Julie Jargon. Sorry, Julie. Jargon, if you come on the show, I'm trying to get her on the show. Don't piss her off. Sorry, I love you. When I worked at KVIL, they made me do a blog that was called Julie Jabbers, and I hated the name of that blog. Thank you, Garrett. Garrett's the one who named that stupid blog. Julie Jabbers. Garrett, by the way, in season one. Yes, episode episode one. one. So Julie Jargon sounds like a blog that someone made me write, but it isn't. It's a real woman, and this is the article that she posted in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, I actually did post this at Mm -hmm. hauntedaf.com, and then I realized that the Wall Street Journal had one of those things where you had to get a subscription to read the rest of the story. Oh, boo. Yeah, so instead, I'm just going to tell you the rest of the story. Yeah, like that. So this is from Julie Jargon. She says, Natalie Wallace was lying in bed one night more than a month ago when she glanced at her cocoon cam baby monitor. She noticed splotches of pink and purple all around the baby's bassinet. The colors are supposed to indicate motion, but her baby was in a deep sleep. A few days later, she came home to find her husband at the kitchen table looking distraught. He showed her a screenshot that he had taken of a human-like figure on the baby monitor floating above the ground near the baby who was napping upstairs. Shortly after that, they saw what looked like a whole family of ghostly shapes looming over the bassinet. Okay, Ziggy, can you post this photo? It's kind of, or share the photo. All right, so... Well, there's like one, two, three, four, five, right. five, six. Okay, so if you look to the left, you can see kind of the edge of the crib and some windows, yeah. and you see this pink and purple shape. Then the one next to it, there's a whole bunch of them all in there checking out the baby. Oh, they trying to steal that baby. So Julie Jargon reached out to Cocoon Cam to find out what the glitch on her camera could be. So they said after reviewing the screenshots, Gary McMath, the company's marketing chief, said it appears that the monitor was placed on a dresser, not mounted on a wall as intended. And he said the system can try to find movement and focused on that and that that could be what's causing the ghost. What? Right. That's the I worst know. excuse I've ever heard. Who are your PR people, Cocoon? Right. So that he goes on to say, we have gotten a few calls and emails asking about this similar phenomenon. So, by the way, Miss Wallace captured other types of movement, like her husband rocking the baby or her baby moving in the bassinet, and found that the colors that signify motion do not look like those floating forms. Oh, my God. How awesome is that? That's amazing. Okay, so we're going to try to get Julie Jargon on the next episode, but we also need your baby monitor stories. I know you've got them. Everybody's got one. Please send them. You can send them directly to us at hauntedaf.com or give them the email address one more time. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And that's all coming up on the next Haunted AF. All right, Haunted AFers, remember to subscribe either iTunes, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, as well as our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Ooh, it's so bright and shiny over there. Gotta say thanks to our board op, Ziggy Becker. (laughs) (laughs) And to Andrew (laughs) Mamalaga for our theme song. Also, a shout out to On Air Media for titles and technical support. And of course, we have to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm gonna come back and haunt you. Oh, I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Mm